Hello and welcome to On the Front Porch with us, your weekly Disney podcast. I'm Tony Pascal. I'm Josh Whitehead. And this week we have a, a, a pretty okay movie for you. This is I really like this movie. I like Bambi. I'm yeah, okay. a huge fan. Yeah, we're, we're watching Bambi. And Tony and I have very different feelings about this movie. I suppose because it literally put me to sleep. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching the movie and I was thinking to myself, man, this movie is so fucking boring. <laughs> and then the next thing I knew, I was asleep. <laughs> Josh called me and was like, hey man, I'm going to go take a nap for like an hour before we record so I'll be like more awake. <laughs> And then I called him, like, five hours later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you didn't just call me. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what, My you, bad. what you thought I was doing. I said I was going to take a one-hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is that this movie is super fucking boring. Uh, by the way, kids, if you're listening, this is an adult podcast, and there is big boy words use so hide your tiny little heads in the yeah, this... uh, embraces of your mothers and mothers hide your children's heads in the embraces of yourselves <laughs> this one is uh, especially uh, gory being that everybody I'm going to go ahead and spoil it Bambi's mom dies oh my god Tony why would you tell them that <laughs> it's awful. I know. We haven't pressed pause yet, and you haven't watched it. Spoilers. But I'm going to let you know beforehand, so that way you're aware. Well, there you go, people. That's it. That's the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so, but for real. <laughs> so, but for real, I like this movie. So Josh has explained why he doesn't like it, so I guess I should explain why I do like it. Uh, and defend... Uh, uh, this the honor of this movie. This is a beautiful movie. This is like, like one of the most like artistically drawn movies ever in any like in all of animation history. This is one of the like most artistic I can think of. It's very like realist. It's very like, uh, pastoral sort of. It like almost all looks like artwork in a museum. Like it's all that pretty. And what's really interesting, so this is my first bit of trivia. Josh made me do trivia because he really hates this movie. Uh, <laughs> yep. What's really interesting is that this movie was supposed to be the second Disney movie. So this one was supposed to come out. It start. They started working on it in 1936. It didn't even come out until 42. And the mm -hmm. reason for that is because literally they were like spending so much time. And Walt Disney spent like tons and tons of time saying like let's redo this scene to make it look more realistic let's redo this scene to make it look more realistic uh they also made a whole lot of extra scenes that didn't end up being in the movie so like there's like almost like a whole extra hour of cut out stuff that like would Ugh. have been would have been longer so this movie could have been quite a bit longer than the one hour and six or seven minutes whatever it is it, it, you uh, know, it, it was. already felt like a short time it, it was already it, it it felt like a, a disney short yeah and i i want to get into that because that's like basically a lot of what it is it's like vignettes right um yeah it's like 
pictures of like you you will you'll see this little section this little story mini scene the ice skating scene the like each of the scenes like where you're seeing the animals like you see the, the little mouse come out and drink water and it's cute like they're little vignettes right it actually reminds me there's a lot of writing like this in the time period that this was coming out and i think it's also like inspired by like walden Okay. Um, but it reminds me very much if you ever get a chance like and you're really into nature writing like I am uh, you should definitely read Aldo Leopold's uh, Sand County Almanac came out in 1949 it's very much like this too it's very like vignette like single stories about animals and like like just really quick like one or two pages for each chapter Ugh. it's like very similar very pretty very like artistic and you're right like I think from a like closer point of view, where this most closely draws is from shorts, yeah, um, it, and from symphonies especially, like silly symphonies. Yeah. But it's very serious. It's not like silly symphonies. It's much more like serious symphonies, right? And I think that this was the first attempt at that. So I get it. Like it, it's not a long movie because they didn't really need to make it long. The story wasn't that long. But like mm-hmm. I, I felt like we could have cut out. All the stuff with, like, discovering flowers, or discovering snow, or discovering ice. There was a long time on that ice skating scene. It was like seven minutes of him trying and failing with Thumper's help. Over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, so like why, why not just try something else? <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, so the reason why they do that is because they're, like... So, again, it's it's meant to be a little bit more artistic. But also, like, it's... These are, like, silly symphonies. And so silly symphonies are where, like, the movements goes with an orchestration. Um, so, like, the movement that they are making when they are standing on the... Like, on the ice and walking around. Like, every movement goes with some mm. part of the orchestration of the music. So it's, like... Um, it's meant to be like kind of like watched and listened to together with the silly symphonies, uh, and like they go very very hand in hand. With the silly symphonies, they're a little bit more like absurdist uh, and like funny in an absurdist sort of way. With these, it's very realistic, and I find that super interesting. Okay, but and you know like I don't deny that this movie is pretty by any means. Yeah. I'm I'm not denying that fact because it is. It, it is Disney's first attempt at a real actual like connection with with other beings and like in an animal setting i think that that's to be commended this movie is very pretty we should say that fantasia comes like technically came out before this one but they started working on bambi first right so it, it i don't know it it's an okay movie in my eyes i just the plot bothers me a lot yeah we're gonna get to some plot points here in a minute i'm sure yeah well, do you have any themes, or do you want me to do some more uh, trivia first? I, the main theme that I pick up is that Thumper's dad is the wisest fucking person ever. <laughs> yes, Thumper's dad is a kind of a badass. Yeah, th- <laughs> He's really funny. <laughs> Thumper's dad is just an amalgam of wisdom. I have, like, my, my basic thing is that the king of the forest, well, the prince of the forest, is not a predator in this movie, and I find that sort of interesting. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I, I was wondering why deer, why are deer the, yeah. the king of the forest and the prince of the forest? I don't know. 
That's pretty wild. Yeah, I guess because so, they're majestic and shit. Um, this movie had five of Disney's old men on it uh, working on animation. So the Disney's old men are they're nine Disney's old men, which all like used to work for Directly animating for department mostly. Yeah. They some of them directed later on and like did other things, but to start off with, most of them just animated. And so like it's really interesting because like if you like think back to this time period. Like, all of their Wikipedia pages will tell you exactly what part of the movie they animated. So, like, for example, Eric Larson uh, animated the, like, might have animated the, the the frozen pond scene. I don't remember exactly uh, who, who animated what, but, like, they tell you exactly what part they animated, which is really interesting. Yeah. But there's Eric Larson, Frank Thomas, uh, Milt Call, Ollie Johnston, and Mark Davis. Um, there are four others who are also working for Disney at the same time, but, like, were probably working on the other films that were coming out previous and after, so would be working on maybe Fantasia or other things. Yeah. Also, interestingly, this movie came out in 42. Another full-length movie didn't come out until 1950, because, uh, obviously, because of the war, World War Two, and then, like, it just took so much longer to create films back then. So it like there's like a lag time after the war ended yeah. to when we got our first Disney movie back. Yeah, most definitely. But yeah, this is a 1942 movie, so 75 years ago, if my math is correct. David Hand and uh, Percy Pierce. Percy Pierce is a great name for a director. Both directed this movie. Let's get started, man. Let's do it. Cool. So what we will have you do is... Go ahead and watch the movie. And pause. Pause. And hopefully you paused and watched the movie. So now you're back. And we're going to talk <laughs> about it. I, so we talked about the themes that we picked up. The The whole thing with, with deers being the princes of the forest, like the highest level of the forest, is kind of strange to me, Tony. I want to talk about this a little bit before we get started. I think that it's it is mm-hmm. strange that deer are in charge or why. Well, here's my kind of thinking. Doesn't seem like there are many other animals around. <laughs> like there are no there don't seem to be that many predators that they at least interact with. And maybe predators like the dogs in this movie were just seen as like monsters. Like they yeah. were just unthinking monsters. So maybe predators in this sort of like world don't communicate with uh with the like like the woodland creatures, the the mostly prey, yeah, uh, and the birds, because um, the birds also talk in this movie. Uh, so that's like something I was thinking, but it also just didn't seem like there were tons of like, like there aren't coyotes or wolves or bears. There probably are, but like maybe not nearly to the extent that where they could be called the king of the forest because they're just not around that often. Not too many of them. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, it's true that stags are majestic. Like, that whole thing of the stags, like, gathering, like, troops and, like, standing tall and waiting silently for Bambi's father, I think that that shows how majestic they are. They're certainly majestic creatures. Yeah, yeah they looked really cool in that scene. <laughs> they looked like. It really. It looked when, like. like they were all me. prancing together. Like, it looked really badass. Yeah. Like, like uh. Like an, like an army sort of like moving together as one. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So going back, we start the movie and the format that I pick up in this movie is if we take out 
all of the mildly important scenes. Like when Bambi and his mother are in the meadow and the first hunter arrives. Or when mm-hmm. they are searching for food and the second hunter arrives. Like, mm-hmm. if we take out those scenes, all this movie is, is over and over again, is the simple formula of cute plus birds. Beautiful backgrounds. Yeah. Cute plus snow. Cute plus flowers. And it, it just feels like that is... That's all this movie is beyond those, like, three or four moments of real movie. Yeah, no, that's true. I will say that, like, from a, like, character and plot standpoint, this movie doesn't, like, have a lot no, there. Right? not at all. But, like, from, like, a animation and, like, the way this movie sort of, like, changed and shaped animation and, like, how beautiful it is, uh, I think that that sort of stands apart. Um... I have some quibbles with what you're saying because I think there are some some places where it leaves off, but we will get to them. I think for sure. Okay. But let's uh, let's talk about that first place where the, there's basically like all the animals are are pumped. The new prince is born. <coughs> yep. And uh, he's like a scaredy scaredy prince, shy prince, and there's this like I don't know. For me, this is like a heart melting scene with, between Thumper and Bambi where he's like the way they're first meeting and Thumper is just like you know playing with the baby and like uh, kind of wobbly isn't he uh, that kind of scene I just really enjoy that scene yes I, I think that it's fine like I it's cute <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cute exactly that, that's that's my point is like this movie has a lot of those cute moments and not a lot of like deep moments and so, it, it, it I guess it all just feels surface to me, minus those okay. few points. And so, like, this moment is nice, and they, like, meet for the first time, they are, he's, like, trying to help him stand, and that, yeah. that's all fine. Yeah. But nothing happens. Like, it, it's not like we, we it, it, I would have been just as happy if we found out that Thumper was a serial murderer or something like wow <laughs> like anything just anything wow serial murderer huh <laughs> yeah, i don't know I, I went for like hardcore cop drama um what's, what's, <laughs> what's the opposite side of that i would have found been fine if thumper turned out to be a stand-up comedian i don't know i would also have been good Thumper is a six-year-old, so... <laughs> yeah, he's, like, significantly he, older. Yeah. Uh, he, like, stares into the prince's mouth while he yawns. It's cute. It's very cute. Um, for sure. Very, very cute. Okay, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we get our first nugget uh, from, from Thumper... Uh, a little bit later when when they are um they're hanging out a little bit later and like thumper is teaching them how to how to talk teaching uh bambi how to talk yep. it's kind of cute again cute Bird. thumper says if you can't say something nice don't say something at all my dad says his dad um, like i, I want to know what his dad does his dad is a rabbit philosopher <laughs> <laughs> I really like the, I'll, like, I'll the way funny... this character talks. It's really cute. I'll... Like, he 
is clearly not like an actor like whoever did this was like not like a trained actor uh sounds like a little kid but like i really like the like cadence of the way this character talks especially when he's being like talked to by his mom i really enjoy it i'm thinking of trying to think of a good rabbit philosopher pun you, you, um, you, you keep going. Something, something, uh, watership down. Something, something, I don't know. I, I was thinking something like his, his dad is Desmond Hare-Hume. Like, like Desmond Hume. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's awful. I'm, uh, I'm thinking of something. Um, something, something, floppy-eared armchair philosopher or something, something. I'll keep working on it. I, I'm going to come up with something okay. better. I, you, you go. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I, I'll go on. Cute bird. 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 The, he follows a butterfly that he calls a bird. It lands on a cute, pretty flower, which is what Thumper teaches him is called a pretty flower, which happens to also hide a skunk, who I definitely thought, I like, I misgendered at the beginning of the movie. I definitely thought uh, flower was a girl. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, until later when they were then doing all the... When they become adults, they're for sure not a girl. So yeah. I learned that. Um, then we get this uh, storm, and it's like cute. Little April showers. I actually I actually really like this scene. This was one scene where I, I, I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I was like, this scene is nice. Because, it, if nothing else, because of the way that, like, it felt more like they were going for that. Yeah, they, silly they really lean in here. Yeah, like... They, they're not, like, even trying to, like, play with characters. They're just, like, really leaning into, like... The music. Symphony. Just the music. Like, yep. the, the each of the raindrops had a sound. The lightning, whenever it flashed, had a sound. And it, it felt like... And we were panning across all these different animals and how they were dealing with April showers. Like, I would have loved to see just that short alone starting with the raindrops on those leaves that, that yeah it was a good good little short of just the song i really i like that part I, I think that was probably my favorite part of the movie besides like all their dramatic stuff i like the dramatic stuff okay josh wants this like movie to be like 10 minutes long like really it really <laughs> should be if we cut out all the bullshit <laughs> Oh, uh, well, in that case, we've already gone longer than, as a podcast, than what Josh wants <laughs> to be for the movie. <laughs> we just cut out all the bullshit. <laughs> well, I probably will. I'll do that later in editing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, Bambi can talk now. He wakes up, and they're going to the meadow. It's like summer, probably. He starts to run out, and Mom stops him and says, no, it's scary out there. I'm going to go first. But then, it's okay. I actually thought this is where B- Bambi's mom was going to die. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, like, the main, like, craw that sticks in my brain, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but no, Bambi's mom does not die. They all enjoy the meadow. It's a fun place in the meadow. Yeah, I, I actually, I haven't seen this movie in a long time either, so I was like, oh, shit, this is where it happens. She's like, wait for my signal, and then she never signals. <laughs> That'd be awful. And he's just standing in the brush for the rest of his life. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, man, that sucks. Poor, poor kid. He he has no idea. Yeah. Well, it turned out better. Yeah, it's fine. So that's good. Uh, so, so 
they go out and enjoy the meadow, and he is found by little girl deer, whose name I don't remember because it's not important. Uh, they play, and and she makes fun of his talking. Uh, he comes. She comes on real strong. She's like licking him and chasing him, yeah, like, and all. All he, she's like. Hello, Bambi. And his mom's like, aren't you going to say hello back? And he's like, no. And Fuck that. I don't like her. <laughs> I'm not going to say hi to her. <laughs> I don't owe her anything. And then finally, <laughs> he says, hello. And she immediately, as soon as he says something, she's like, that means we're best friends. I'm going to start licking his face and shit. And he's like, whoa, lady. <laughs> like, we just met. You need to back up. But eventually, uh, he asserts some sort of dominance over her. I don't know how to take that scene where, like, he's standing on the rock and she's below him, and, like, that's how it ends. Uh... Yeah, it, it, it felt kind of weird that it changed so fast from being, like, them horseplaying to him being alone on Fried Rock. <laughs> imitating. Yeah, it was real weird. What... It's a it's a weird, weird shift in yeah. town. But we get to see all the the male deer prancing and fighting and stuff, and it's cute and weird. And he, he's like uh, and you, imitating it's like majestic. He's imitating the deer army. Yep. And we meet the great prince deer, which is not the king deer. He's the great prince. The great prince. Um, because the king. He's deer not is particularly big. friendly. Josh, is this coming out like on Father's Day or something? No, it's coming out like a week after Father's Day. We're good. Yeah. I was like, this father is like a mean, mean character. Yeah, and like he do- he barely even looks at Bambi. He looks at him one time, and then yeah, quickly looks away. And he's not a super great dad. Not a great no, he- Dad's Day episode. And he's like, he Bambi says to his mom, "He looked at me. Why did he look at me?" And she and mom's like, uh, he's allowed to do whatever I'll the fuck he wants. You he's when the, you're the older." <laughs> <laughs> so that guy is the great prince yeah he's allowed to do whatever the fuck just he wants just take it <laughs> take it and leave it yep uh, um so the great prince is good for something he tells all the deer to run cause there's bad things coming yep and uh later on like everybody gets away and Bambi says why did we all run and mom says Man was in the forest. Here's what I love about this line. This is the line that Disney animators used anytime Walt Disney was in the studio. Man was in the like forest. Like, as a code word. As a code word to tell everybody, like, get your shit together. Walt Disney's walking through the hallways. <laughs> Man is in the forest. <laughs> I really like that tidbit, and it apparently, like, lasted... Like, for the entire time Walt Disney was, like, alive and active in the studio. So, that's really cool. That is really cool, actually. <laughs> I like that. So, for, like, 30 years, people would say, man is in the forest to mean Walt Disney's <laughs> okay. walking down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fitting, because uh, this Ooh. is, like, Walt Disney's favorite movie that he ever worked on. Well, sorry, Walt. Don't mean to rag on your favorite creation. Whatever, it's better than Dumbo. That it is. Uh, <laughs> but good news, Walt, if you're listening from anywhere, we, we've we gotten some pretty good ones since then. So, anyway. That's true. Yeah, like, so, so they get away. Then 
we kind of she's like yeah we, we had people in the forest and then we move on it's snowing and she uh, Bambi's like what is all this white stuff it's snow but he doesn't seem to care that it's like cold outside or anything nah he's good yeah he doesn't give he's a got shit about fucking that fur, man. so instead we spend like eight minutes on trying to get him to stand on the ice and <laughs> like really I felt like I was watching it on repeat or something was wrong with my video because it, it he, he fell down once Thumper got oh, him up man. in a specific way Thumper, Thumper helped him back up in a specific way he fell down and then Thumper got him up in the exact same way and I was like didn't I just see this did this not just happen and then he falls down again and Thumper's like, you gotta do it from both sides. You gotta lock your knees. And I'm like, am I really? Am I watching a fucking like homemade video of somebody teaching a person to skate? Oh my god! Like, why not? Why not cut out all the the failed attempts in the edit? <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man, I love your cynicism <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really beautiful and pretty. <laughs> it, yeah, let's go with cute. It sure was cute. Like it sure was cute. All of this fucking movie, it's all cute. Uh, <laughs> they. <laughs> Josh feels like somebody's like making him watch uh, home movies. It is. Like you go over to somebody's house and you just like have to watch Bambi and Thumper on home video. <laughs> and you can't change the channel because it's their house and you feel weird about it. Oh man. <laughs> Never go to Thumper and Bambi's house. Nope. Okay, so we learned that Flower is hibernating. And it's really cute. We like, we wake her up, him up. I, I put her. I definitely thought it was a girl. Wake him up, and she like yawns and says, "Is it spring yet?" And then she goes back to sleep. And I was thinking, this is what it's like to wake Josh up, except with more cursing. Yeah, it is. It is. I have been tasked occasionally with waking Josh up, and he just yells at me and curses <laughs> and. Says, fuck you, get out of my room a lot. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know my life. I'll sleep. <laughs> Why would I wake up? <laughs> I hate you so much. Why do you want me to wake up? Why, why are you taking I... this away from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. Why would you take this happiness from me? <laughs> why do you want me to be unhappy? <laughs> oh, God. This is actually what it was like, though. Yeah, and it really <laughs> uh, was. I, I learned, I learned that Josh is afraid of Marie, my wife, and so I would send her to wake him up, like because we'd been dating forever. Yeah. So when we were kids, I'd send Marie to go wake up Josh, and Josh would just go grumble, 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 <laughs> and wake up. So I would, I would do that was my, all of my, angry ranting about waking up under my breath. If Marie was the one waking me up, <laughs> rather than add Tony loudly. <laughs> yeah, add Tony. It was just, why do you hate me so much? Just let me be happy. 
Oh, man. Yeah. So, anyway, winter is long. There's less food to nom. Mom says something really sad, because it's like one of her last lines. She says, he, Baby says, winter sure is long. And Mom says, it seems long, but it won't last. No. Oh. oh. Like anyway, life. so they go and... Like life. <laughs> <laughs> like me, dear. <laughs> uh, well, they go out and are eating the spring grass. And there's this, like, scene where, like, Mom knows that there are hunters trying to kill them. So she says, run, 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 don't look back. And this is, like, heartbreaking. This is the scene that everybody remembers. Bambi makes it back to the to the hut the house and says we made it we made it and then like mom's not there so she, he has to go back out in the snowstorm which is now occurring and by the way drawing a snowstorm like by hand can't be easy it looks no, awesome absolutely like it, it is definitely pretty it, it sure is and not like a cute pretty like the rest of the movie this one was for sure difficult to do and props on that guys but yeah, it was. A, it really was a heartbreaking scene. This is one of those scenes that actually matter in the movie. And so, when I was watching this scene, I was like, "Man, this is this is going to be hard to watch." And it, it was. Like he he runs further ahead of her because she's shot. And then when he comes back out in the snowstorm, his dad kind of just shows up out of nowhere. Like, "You're not gonna find her. Come with me." Um, yeah, and even then he's cool. He's just he's keeping it calm and together. He's just walking slowly away. Yeah, it's it's not like the sort of grief moment that we get, like the unbelieving, like the stages of grief that we get when like Mufasa yeah. dies. It's just like uh, he's still in shock. We only see that phase of grief. Yeah, which yeah. I kind of wish that we'd seen a little bit more of because when in the rest of Disney movies whenever a parent is killed or dies which is a recurring thing that happens a lot in Disney movies it just feels like we never see them genuinely go through the grief process and I know that it's not good for movie making obviously but I think it would be it's an important part of like what happens I, I wish that we wouldn't just breeze past it all the time Granted, we don't see a large chunk of time after she dies. So, like... No, this movie's almost over already. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there's, a, there's like a huge gap of time where Bambi does a lot of growing up in between this time. So maybe, maybe there is uh, something to that, where, like, maybe he does go through the grief process in full, and we just don't get to see it because he was with his dad for the rest of that time. Yeah. Yep. Well, we come to the fucking springbirds, and I mean that literally. They are fucking. They're like hiding behind their wings. That they the screen doesn't show them making out and then having sex. Yep. It's cute and very sexual. Yeah. And it, one of the uh, lines in the song was, "It's a season for spawning." I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it was great. Definitely, the season for spawning is spring. Yeah. Uh, Josh, when are you spawning? What? <laughs> Nothing. No, I, I, most seasons, I guess. <laughs> so the owl yells at them to stop, which made me write down 
Tweet, 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 tweet. I hate love. <laughs> yeah. I really I like the owl uh, character. We didn't say anything about him at the beginning of the movie, but I really like the owl character. I knew you would. I knew you would. He's like the most the only cynical character in this whole movie. Yeah, dude. He he's funny. He's like the only attempt at comic relief in this movie. Unless you count the cute flower character. Yeah, even blushes. Flower isn't even that like he's not a funny character. Alright. He hates love. He's the opposite of Big Mama. Yeah, I think it's funny. I like I I think that especially at the beginning of this movie when he's just like uh he he feels more like the leader of this community than Big Daddy Deer does. Uh yeah. It, it I don't know. Maybe that was just me. He, especially at the beginning of the movie though. He felt more like a leader of the community. That's true. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I really like the, the line that the owl says. He says, I was talking, saying to Bambi, I was talking to myself about you, and we are wondering what become of you. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's a really funny character. And, like, he is mad that all these other people are, are having bird sex and stuff because he's the only... Twitter-pated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That he's... He's just mad because he's the only one not getting laid. He's, uh, there, there are no lady owls around, apparently. I feel like he and Big, Big Mom are sweethearts, though. Okay, yeah, sure. I feel, I feel like this is, this is in the same world as Fox and the Hound. Okay. And that maybe one of the, the guy who shot Bambi was, uh, was, uh, what's his name? Amos? Amos Slade. Oh, yeah. man. That is some fucked up stuff. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Man. And maybe the dog, the dog monsters that we see are like one of the dogs is uh like copper during their time uh their time on their winter hunting trip. Yeah, because it happens in the winter. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh man. And you know what? When we see the skin hut, his his weird little house of skins in Fox and the Hound, I feel like there's a, a a deer skin that looks remarkably close to Bambi's mother. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I think this is the case. I have made it canon in my head. It's damn. Okay, whatever. Yeah, then him and that's fine. Big Mama but Big Mama's not really his type. Big Mama's like optimistic and good about love, but he's he's kind of an asshole. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe they are spurned lovers. Maybe they uh, they used to they used okay. to be in love, and then she spurned him at some point for his pessimism. Yeah, and now he's a super asshole, and he hates Twitter-pated people. Yeah, I I can see that for sure. Head cannon, and it, I really love that he's talking about love like the disease too. He's like, like it's a horror story. You lose your head. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna go crazy, and. Nothing else is gonna matter, and it could happen to any of you at any time. It could happen to even you, skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was was uh, a derogatory comment, but yeah, they they each do. Uh, he's right. They they all see a very pretty version of their own breed, and go for it. Go 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 all. 
some yep some rabbit sex some skunk sex and some deer sex hot hot prince on feline is her name feline yeah yeah so man yeah we move along this, this is like unimportant scenes i don't know why we have this scene the sex scene yeah um because animals have sex sure i don't like i don't know a lot of this movie just seems like why is it in here yeah okay i'm not arguing with you and it's not like it was cute it wasn't a, a cute deer sex scene no i was like like striving for the adult joke of the movie like the best i could get is in this scene like thumper is just thumping real 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 hard on the ground while the the bunny is like stroking his ears i find that to be maybe like the closest we're gonna get to a innuendo yeah i i thought that one was a little funny they honestly at this, man returns at this point i was just falling asleep i was like man this is there's nothing happening there, there's really nothing left in the movie so i was all right i got you i got you <laughs> so man returns to the forest right um there's this really 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 intense like scary ass scene where like the man like the men are like walking slowly into this field and all the birds and all the like woodland creatures are all like crouched in the grass like looking at each other they're like don't and, fly like, don't fly don't no, fly. don't go we just need to stay we just need to stay put we're gonna be okay we just need to stay i can't i can't handle it I gotta get He's out of here. He's almost here. I can't stand it anymore. And she ru- flies up into the air and gets shot. And that makes everybody else fly. Yep. It is so fucked up. That scene is like the like the realest scene in this movie. Yeah. And like especially because it there, there was a hunting party. It was more of them this time. And so like mm-hmm. they're just shooting everything. Everything in sight that moves. They're just shooting. And so... There, this is like a, a a very dramatic scene. I agree. I was uh, I this was one that I was paying attention to. So they they all are like scrambling, basically anything to get away at this point. Bambi is looking for his dear lady, and almost gets shot a couple of times. And we see this whole thing where she is being, or she's surrounded by dogs on the little rock face. And Bambi does some sweet-ass deer karate and kicks a bunch of dog ass with rocks and his horns. Yeah, he does a really good job of, like, not getting dead, which he certainly should have. Yeah, like, he... He He certainly should have died. Does some sweet kicks and, like, kills them with his horns and stuff. And... Throws rocks at him. Yeah, like, kills a bunch of them with rocks. But then he gets shot at. Yeah, then he gets shot. And so he's now shot, but he's still limping because Dad told him to. And meanwhile, the asshole hunters start a fire because they left an unattended fire next to brush and grass. Hey guys, this is Smokey the Bear talking to you. Don't don't leave your forest fires unattended. Says me, Smokey the Bear. Uh, Smokey, who who can prevent forest fires? Hunters can by not leaving it there and killing Bambi's mom and Bambi. Okay, that's cool. I thought you were going to say, like, only you. Man, I got shit to do. I don't got time to do all that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm back! There's this... Was somebody else really here? Pretty... Oh my god. 
There's bear hairs in my chair. <laughs> no, no one else. <laughs> so there's this scary fire escape scene. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm the fire is also story. really pretty. I'm gonna write a short story. Bear hairs in my chair. You are so ridiculous. <laughs> Go on, by all means. We're at a, we're at a very this, dramatic turning point in the movie. When Go we ahead. look back at this podcast, Josh, and this podcast is longer than the movie, <laughs> it's going to be because of shit like this. <laughs> but yes, there were scary bear in your, in your chair. Oh, uh, no. Go ahead. Yeah, by all means, continue. Okay. So, shit burns down. Yeah, shit goes down. There's really pretty fire... Like, fiery, like, uh, scenes in the fire again is really interestingly drawn, sort of in the same style as the, as the blizzard, where, like, they drew all the scenes and then they, like, overlaid the fire over top of the scene. And the smoke, Uh, which has, like, a a misty kind of look to it. Everything's smoky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lighting is different in this scene, and it's pretty cool. Lots of, like, interesting things happening in this scene as far as an animation standpoint. Yeah. But they escape by going down a waterfall... But, and they all get together, and everybody's fine. Everybody lived through it, uh, except for all the ones that died in the fire or got shot by the hunters. Yay! Everybody but those in people the book, died. <laughs> in the book, at this point, Daddy uh, Prince takes Bambi to look at the dead humans and say, Even these guys are not uh, immortal. So, so, that's the end of the Moral of the story is, like, uh, yeah, don't kill things. There's more babies, but yeah. And now, now Prince Bambi's gonna be an asshole prince, just like his dad, because that's what he learned. Yep, and uh, people will yeah. respect him, and will But stand never him. talk to him. <laughs> yeah, people will never talk to him, and he will never look at his son. Because that is, that's how my father brought me up, and that's how your father will bring you up. That's right. In this dear... Makes you into a man. Strange dear patriarchy. <laughs> yeah that's right crush the strange deer patriarchy everybody yep so that's the movie i if you liked it then good for you if you're with me tweet me and let me know and we'll go get a beer <laughs> wow and talk about our wow dislike of this movie and if you have like a soul and a heart and a place for happiness in your in your body still uh, then tweet me, and uh, we will know of each other's mutual happiness. Uh, yeah, so on that subject, real fast, you can reach us. We want, Actually, we encourage you to reach out to us via message or tweet or comment. We have the Facebook page. Yeah, I know. It's the first time you're hearing about it, but I'm letting you in on the secret now so that you can spread the word to your little bird friends. We, we have the Facebook page. It is at Front Porch Disney. We post all of our new episodes and things up there and uh, things to look forward to. And also, if you have a continuation of the the conversation, comment there, and we will include it in the next podcast. Same with Twitter, which is... Mine is at Front Porch Josh. I'm at Front Porch Tony. And we also have the at Front Porch Disney (laughs) as well. You can find us there. And use the hashtag Front Porch Talks to continue the conversation. Or if you have uh, anything that you want to add, or even just to to say hello, that's fine too. And when you do that, or you enter the conversation on Facebook, 
we will A, mention you on the episode, and B, you'll be entered into a, con or a contest for stuff. So that's kind of cool. And lastly, find us on South SoundCloud and iTunes. And, you know, tell a friend. We, we don't do any paid advertising or anything, so everything that comes from you guys is very much helpful. Leave a review, uh, tell a friend, because we're moving our way up those ratings. It's just a matter of we want to make ourselves more visible for other people. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's about everything for this movie. Tony, you got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, why don't you sing us out? Okay. Oh, actually, I'm going to try. Uh, real fast. Tony, what are we watching next week? So, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you're upset about this one, but I was upset about this one. So, in payment and uh, recompense, Josh is making me watch yes. the Black Cauldron yes. uh, for next week. <laughs> so, so, guys, this is like the worst Disney movie. Uh, arguably the worst Disney movie. Some people argue that Treasure Planet is the worst, but this one, this False. one is by far the worst in Tony's eyes and in my eyes as well because it's it's pretty bad. Uh, We're going to have a friend on who insisted yearly that we watch <laughs> The Black Cauldron uh, at Disney Movie Club, so you'll have a lot of fun with this conversation. Yeah, for sure. it's going to be a blast. It's a fun one to talk about because it's so so dumb. <laughs> oh, it's super dumb. We're just gonna like be really mean to Black Cauldron, I think. Yeah. And I think the Black Cauldron deserves it, so I think it's fine. Yeah, much like Bambi deserved it. So wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what it gets for being a, a cute deer. That's right. Yeah, fuck cute deers. Yeah. Uh, uh so it's gonna be awful, man. Um, we're gonna make out. it work though. Uh, the movie's not gonna be awful. Uh, the the movie's gonna be awful. The the podcast is gonna be really funny. Yeah. All right. Da, 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 little April showers. Do, 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 do. Da, 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 little April showers. Do, 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 do. Is that it? All right. Thank you. So long, folks.